Yo, what's up? This is Brandon from Palisades, and you're listening to Interview Under Fire. I wanna feel All right, everyone, I want to welcome you all back to a new edition of Interview Under Fire. This is your host, Sonny, here as always. And today I have the honor of speaking with the talented Brandon Elgar. Thank you so much for joining our IUF series today, bro. You know, this is, you know, it's an exciting time of the year for you and the rest of the guys over at Palisades with the announcement of your upcoming studio album, Reaching Hypercritical, setting to drop July 22nd via Rise Records. It's going to get here in a blink. I know it feels like a long time away, but I want to, you know, start things off, Brandon, by commending you on all the well-deserved recognition this has been getting so far, especially with those brilliant singles, My Consequences and Better that I've dropped. You know, yeah. there's so much to unravel about this highly anticipated release and what you are all about. Before we get to all that, right, <laughs> and beyond, I, I, I want to set the tone here. I know we, we talked about it before the interview started. I feel like we are now getting back into normality again. You know, I, I've said this a lot in the last year or so, but I actually think we are heading there, if we can even call yeah. it that. Like, how are you, man? You know, how has the beginning of 2022 <laughs> been for you and the guys? I mean, man, I mean, coming out of the last two years, uh, I mean, we're definitely very excited, very anxious just to get back out and, you know, start showing everybody what we've been working on from the last couple of years and everything. (laughs) Definitely more anxious than anything, for sure. Like our band is constantly talking about like, we need to tour, we need to tour, we need to get the songs out. Like we're only for the last two years, that's all. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, constantly on management about it. Like our management probably hates us because of how antsy we've been. So, but no, we're definitely excited for it. It definitely was like a very long couple of years for everybody. I mean, gone through a lot of hardships, a lot of people, you know, like myself included, like going through like anxiety yeah. disorders and stuff. And, you know, a lot of, a lot of crazy stuff within the band that was happening, but we were able to use all that and put it into our music and we made an album out of it. So we're definitely excited to start putting it out there. Yeah. It's nice to have things like that to look forward to, you know, and obviously life, life as of late, man, and many of us are finally beginning to return to the stage setting, you know, fans and musicians alike, but bro, how have you been keeping up with your vocals these days? Is that affecting your musicianships? Anything changed for you routine wise lately, if at all? I mean, we're talking two years, you know? Um, I mean, I definitely still keep my voice active. I I sing every day, whether it's in the car, just walking around. Like I always keep my voice active and everything like that. And, you know, throughout the two years that we were, weren't able to do anything like that's the time that we were like creating all the demos and everything for, for the album. Hmm. So my voice was keeping intact with that. Everybody's been doing the same as well. Been, you know, everybody's been doing their part and doing their job and everything. And, um, yeah, just been, I mean, it obviously changed a little bit from, you know, from going touring 10 months out of the year to nothing definitely changed a little bit, but, um, you know, we still just kept active and made sure that we could, you know, kept up to par with everything. Yeah. And I kind of want to piggyback off of that because for anyone out there who doesn't know, you know, Palisades, you guys got your inception back in 2008. That's and looking back on that year, you know, it's it's that was a, a big year for I think just for like metalcore in general, you know, and just for the genres that you guys have inhibited within your within your playing style. You've been at this for quite a while, Brandon. And I, I want to stick on that subject of like the touring life 
and a live music experience for you personally? Because you've toured with some of my personal favorites, you know, Sleeping with Sirens, Starset, we mentioned, From Ashes to New. I had a chance to bring them on my show a couple of times, you know, Ice Nine Kills. You played at Louder Than Life, Download, Rock and Ring. You guys are coming here for the So What Music Fest, which I'll be there. So, oh, nice. um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so we'll link up at, on that day. You know, I, I got to ask about that. Like, you know, would you say you have a newfound appreciation of the touring life now, considering what's happened in the last two years? Like, what is your favorite part about touring? Because there's, there's, there's fans, there's culture, there's food, so many things to pick apart about what makes the live concert experience what it is. What's your biggest takeaway from that? And would you say you have any you found appreciation? Kind of round it out to that question. Honestly, like since yeah, since it all went away back in uh 2020, like I've definitely grown more appreciation for touring and just how important it is to stay active with fans and just you know active with ourselves too. Like um I never realized how much music had an impact on my life until COVID hit and like and that's a reason why I fell into like such dark hardships too, is just because like, I felt like my life was over when everything hit, my life was over. Like I was really down on myself. And, and then like, now that the fact that we have everything coming back and like, we're going to be playing shows again and touring, like we're just so appreciative just to see that people still care and people still want to hear us. And that's the only, like, touring is everything for me personally. Like that's, that's my life. That's all I ever want to do. Like if I could tour every day, I would <laughs> like, I love it. Like I, I don't get me wrong. I love being home and like having, you know, some time off, but my favorite thing in the world is just being on stage and being able to play our music for people that appreciate it as much as we do. So um, yeah, touring is my favorite thing. I don't <laughs> like, I can't even express yeah. it. <laughs> um, you know, as you're telling me about, that experience, you know, it's, I feel like that's going to be a topic forever now with whatever new music artist that comes on my show or whatever future interview that you do there. The question is going to be, how was the pandemic for you? It's a life changing event, man. And technically we're still in it, but you know, it's, it's not something that you plan for, dude. Like, you know, album releases, uh, shows it's like, okay, what's the protocol for a pandemic? I think that definitely really was a challenge for all of us you know, with yeah. publications, with artists, with, you know, with the uh, record labels, you know, managers, just everything in between. Really, it's nice to see that we're, we're still talking about the passion that we love doing the most and making the best of the situation, right? That's kind of been the commonality within the last two years. Mm-hmm. But it, it, as far as like touring, so I got to ask you, Brandon, you know, you had time to reflect, right? Is there mm-hmm. a, I like to ask this question, like as far as like food, bro, I'm a, we talked about food, all right? In Rio de Fire, oh. wings, obviously. Is there a restaurant or like a like a place that you went to in the past that just stands out to you? Now that, you know, you're looking back, it's like, what's the first thing that comes, comes to your mind? Like, what was the your favorite, per, your favorite restaurant of like just food that you remember visiting during a tour that stands out? It's like, man, we got to get back there immediately or let's never go back there. <laughs> well it's funny because like the place i never want to go back to is in kansas city and the place i do want to go back to is in kansas city so it's really weird how that works but so so uh, so this is before the interview anybody who doesn't know he had chicken wings uh, we were talking about the wings and he had the hottest wings probably ever now i'm not intrigued yeah almost put me in the hospital like we like i couldn't even drive the like the van that night it was so oh my gosh it was terrible but um (laughs) no my my 
the one spot that I always love going to every time we're on tour, it's um, Joe's Barbecue in Kansas City. It's like a it's like a green building. It looks like a gas station. I'm pretty sure it is a gas station, but it's like it's been voted for like best barbecue in the U.S. like lots of times. And it's amazing. Can, can I say something? So here's the thing. I'm going to get a lot of hate for this. So me and my buddies went to we went to Kansas City right back in back in November. We tried barbecue. Here's the thing, Brandon. I'm from Texas. What's the one thing that we have? It's it's barbecue, right? Yeah. So we went to Kansas City the first night we went there. We tried the Kansas City barbecue. I don't know if I was at the wrong place at the wrong time, but it just it didn't hit me. I was like, this really? isn't. I don't. I don't. I'm, I don't like this. Like, I don't think we even finished our meal. Honestly, I. Wow. See, that's what I'm saying. It's like I didn't even know about the the place you're talking about. We probably should have went there. We went yeah. to, I forget the name of the place. I have to text my friend, but uh, anyway, we were there for a, for a Kansas city chiefs and a giants game. And we were, I'm a giants fan, but we were there, but it was just, I mean, the atmosphere, atmosphere was great. Downtown was great. The people were great. Just the barbecue. And that's, that's the first thing when it comes to anyone who listens to like listens. I mean, anyone who eats barbecue, I mean, if you haven't gone to Kansas city, go ahead and try that out because for some reason it didn't hit me that, you know, I wasn't impressed. <laughs> But oh, <laughs> you're telling me otherwise. Maybe I need to give this another chance. So sorry, I didn't mean to cut. I didn't mean to cut you off there. But it was just oh, no, not at all. Man, uh, uh, those, like that's I, I don't I don't know. I mean, it's always different for everybody too, you know. But at least for us in the band, like that's like that. Like every time we go to Kansas City, we're like we gotta go there. Before, like before we have to go to the show, like everything. <laughs> like we we make time for Joe. Yeah. Okay. What's the name of the place? You do you remember it's or no? Fun. Okay. Okay. I will make sure to mark that down. We are going to go back to Kansas city at some point. So <laughs> it's, we, we went to this family style restaurant. Um, it, it was a, it was a good restaurant. I, I think we just, it was just a, I don't know, not a good day for barbecue, I suppose, <laughs> but, it happens. Um, it happens. but we ordered like everything, like the brisket, the wings, uh, the ribs, all that stuff. But oh, now I'm hungry. Uh, man, yeah, I wanted to it's, eat now. it's noon here in Dallas. <laughs> I haven't had lunch yet. So we're talking about food right now. I'm on fasting right now. So I, I'm just like, <laughs> Let's, I can't eat till three o'clock. <laughs> okay. Okay. Hopefully we won't have to talk about food anymore. So I mean, we, we, we kind of <laughs> talked about the bulk of like wings and like barbecue, but Hey, shout out to Kansas city. Great city. I love that city. One of the, it's actually one of my favorite cities ever I've ever visited, but it was just yes. a barbecue. Um, now, you know, uh, obviously going back to 2020 is not something we want to do these days, Brandon, right? That's, Never, like, that's, that's the year you want to kind of put in the rear view mirror. But has that time opened up new things for you personally that you may have not have discovered before about yourself? Like something that you can take forward with you that maybe doesn't involve music? Because I know you guys were busy with the music, but what stood out to you the most that, you know, like for me, I took up, dude, I, I was baking the first couple of months of the pandemic. I never mm -hmm. baked anything before. I baked yep. cookies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shout out to my sister for teaching me how to do that. But, <laughs> but I, I like asking this question. If anything new opened up for you, like that, you did learn a lot about yourself. Um. Well, I also, along with what you said, I did like take the time to learn how to cook more, which is awesome. I cook like a madman mm -hmm. now. All my friends always want to come over and eat whenever I'm cooking, which is awesome. <laughs> but um, another thing that I learned about myself is just, you know, taking taking better care of myself. Because mm. um, I, I was kind of bad at that for a very long time. I was very just, you know, very mean to my body and just, just not taking care of myself. And that's what caused me to um, get diagnosed with agoraphobia and my chronic anxiety and disassociate disorders. And it 
Um, and I still suffer through it today. And, but it just made me, it kind of just opened my, my eyes more to how serious mental illness can be and everything and made me more aware. And that's, um, it kind of just opened up more things to talk about internally and, you know, being able to talk more with people just in general, because I've always been kind of introverted as far as talking to people about stuff like that. Yeah. And, um, but becoming more aware of how serious all this can be, it's definitely, it's definitely been, it's made me grow as a person, be more, to be like more kind to myself and to others. And, you know, and I've, I've definitely taken a lot away from that. So yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah. And, and I feel like, and by the way, thank you so much for sharing so much about that. And it's not an easy thing to share, you know, it's not just like, Hey, what's going on? Oh, this, 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 it's not that simple. And I love that you shared it because I hope that what you said can influence others to, you know, have the courage to, you know, feel, feel okay. That it's okay to feel like this, you know, and, yeah. and love what I love about this podcast is, is that we are worldwide. So I hope this message gets to anybody out there where they can, take from your experiences and, and mm-hmm. be a better person, you know, learn more about it. So, and I've had my own shares, you know, so it's, it's, yeah. we're all human beings. I think that's important for people to realize that we're not just machines, you know, we go through the ebbs and flows and and it really shapes all that shaped you into who you are today. And is what I'm trying to say. And mm-hmm. I want to yeah. transition to this, you know, um, let's get to the music, bro, because I'm going to quote your guitarist, Matt, here, okay? Okay. He says, he's, this, this is what he says about you. His melodies, lyrics, and his flair makes all of us continue to push ourselves, and that was ideal for what we wanted to achieve with Reaching Hypercritical, a new beginning for Palisades. Let's talk about your new role in the band, Brandon, because you are now a frontman, okay? This is a big deal. And you took over as soon as your previous longtime contributing vocalist, Lou Maselli, left the band. This is this is a 10-year duration, bro. It's not an easy thing to yeah. do. No, yeah. Ha- I mean, has the chemistry changed even though you've been with the band for so long? Um, the chemistry is pretty much the same. Um, you know, we we all have we all get along very, very well. Like obviously we have our disagreements here and there, hmm. but we've been able to branch out a lot more with just more ideas you know, that we, we felt like we couldn't really do earlier. And, you know, I, um, I don't know, my, I have a very like wicked mind when it comes to writing melodies and stuff like that. And it definitely pushed them to want to like go even further with their instruments and everything too, which I think made this album so incredible. And, you know, it's just been, it's been so exciting though. It's been like, really really cool to seeing all of us grow like into like a whole different type of band like it's really really cool everybody's been really excited about it and yeah well i love every single one of them and i wouldn't i wouldn't want to play in a band with anybody else now reaching hypercritical uh, by the way well said this is your sixth album right drops july 22nd on rise records let Mm -hmm. me repeat the words here sixth album before we get into the core of this record this is also the follow-up to 2018's erase the pain i absolutely love that album by the way that album here's the thing that album charted on the billboard 200 if i'm not mistaken it debuted Mm -hmm. at number one on alternative new artist number one on top new artist Mm -hmm. uh number four i'm i'm really uh, like 
remember my numbers here, number four on the hard music charts. You guys have racked up a staggering 262 million some streams worldwide, mm-hmm. over 511,000. I, I know my numbers, 511,000 <laughs> monthly yeah, listeners, listeners on good. Spotify alone <laughs> and counting. But bro, here you are. Um, new year, new album, new chapter for the band. Pressure. Does that resonate with you? Was there any such thing as pressure for you and the guys when you decided to sit down and write again for a follow-up, considering we are well into the band's career at this point? Loaded question, I know, but I think it's an important one. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, we definitely have <laughs> we definitely feel the pressure on this one i mean we even had a demo that was called pressure. putting the pressure on you on with this question <laughs> <laughs> we yeah we had a demo named pressure but we didn't put it on the album but we definitely have felt very under the pressure uh just with you know going into this new lineup going into this new direction of music and everything and just wondering if like you know we're still gonna if we're still gonna make an impact like we like we did have with previous albums and everything so it's the pressure has definitely been there, but we've we've definitely embraced it. And I think the outcome is going to be greater than than any of that pressure that we've had to deal with. And then with these new singles, my consequences and better. I mean, uh, Brandon, you went above and beyond with your vocals here, you know, with the cleans, the growls. I hope you know that you set the bar here for yourself going forward because <laughs> you you one up to yourself, you know. And I also want to give a shout out to your bandmates, Xavier, Matt and Aaron, because they you guys, it sounded like a whole new chemistry that I didn't see was coming before. I felt it also gave a band like Palisades a breath of fresh air inside the genres of like hard rock, metalcore, even post hardcore. I haven't heard the full album yet, but can these singles, Brandon, serve as a sneak peek into what's to come on the rest of the album? Or are we barely scratching the surface here? Oh man, honestly, there's, there's so much variety on this album. It's not like any of our previous albums. Like we have so many different things on this album that we've just, we haven't done before. And that's, that's speaking instrumentally, vocally. Like we have a, like, we have an awesome song where there's like a lot of falsetto work in it and stuff. And like a lot of high notes that, you know, stuff like that. And um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's, I know you're yeah. trying not to spoil anything for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's honestly, looking, just... I'm, I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the, like the, the track list. The, yeah. the last four is what strikes me sick of the attitude, fade away, sober, and closure. I feel like those four <laughs> kind of just, they link up. And, and I don't, I'm just guessing here. Uh, but once the album gets sent to me, I'm going to, that's, I'll be the first one to listen to that. But no, yeah, I wonder if there's anything that just going to surprise any of the fans like, whoa, that's different. But, I but think, even uh, with the first two singles, I already heard a different side of Palisades that I never saw was coming. So, yeah. Yeah. And, th- and that's the thing. Yeah. It's, it, there's just so much variety on it. Like sick of the attitude is the heaviest song on the album. Fade <laughs> I, away. I was going to ask, I was going to ask that next yeah. question. Sick of the attitude awesome. is definitely the heaviest song. Heaviest song on there. Um, lots of screams. Um, lots of screams. Lots of great, uh, great hooks and everything. Fade away gets a little bit milder. Sober is a little milder, a little more emotional. And then closure is just. It's honestly, we saw it as like the greatest way to like just end the album. It's a lot softer. It's gentle, mm-hmm. and it's it's a very good. It's a very good song. I think a lot of people enjoy it. 
Yeah, and you guys get here what in towards the end of May for So What Music Festival. It's still like two months away from the new album, so I wonder yep. what we're gonna hear live. So I can't wait to hear some of these songs live. If if you know we're able to hear it and sneak peeks and everything else in between. And I know the song better was, I believe, two years in the making. You know, yep. walk me walk me through this, Brandon. How much did things change from when you first started composing on reaching hypercritical to where you ended up finishing it? Did a lot change in between? Did nothing change? Did you guys already have a specific sound in mind from day one? Yeah, with um with all the songs that are on the album, we created the only song that we did not have demoed out before we went into the studio was sober. That song, we literally, we got to rehearsal. It, we had like a week rehearsal before going in the studio and yeah. we created Sober in like a matter of like five minutes. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, but everything else though, we started creating all those songs like right when COVID hit. Right when COVID hit, Closure was actually the first song that we finished, like pretty much got okay. done. First. Um, and then all the other songs, they're like the way that they're mapped besides maybe better okay. <laughs> better has 17 different versions um <laughs> no kidding like actually 17 we worked with mark from nothing more on on better. Oh, awesome okay so that's why it had so many different versions but um for, as far as the other songs like the way that they are on the album is pretty much how they were mapped out in the demo process and um all we pretty much did when we hit the studio we showed them to keith and you know, we added a couple like flair things here and there, but it, it pretty much all the foundation is still pretty much there from the demo versions. Yeah, I want to I want to get to the production aspect of this record in a second. But do you fall? Do you ever fall into that trap where I don't know how much of the album have you heard since it was done? Do you ever fall into that trap of going back and listening to the songs like, man, I should have done it this way? hundred <laughs> percent. Oh, yes. <laughs> I think everybody kind of has those moments where they like they listen back on the demos and they're like, Oh man, my vocals sounded so much better on these demos than. They and do did. you and do you change it up live? <laughs> um, that that I wonder about that too. Sometimes, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I always add some flair live yeah. for some like for just for like certain moments, just to like make it feel like bigger and stuff like that. But I won't be like changing like lyrics or anything like that. There's probably there's probably maybe one song from this new album that I'll probably sing differently like regularly because i still like the demo version more <laughs> and then you'll have fans come in and say man that live version of that song is way better i can't tell you <laughs> i'm you've heard it before so many bands have released different versions of it live and they're like why don't yeah. they release this version of it in a studio format you know and then just like and then you have to kind of almost do double the work if you do decide to do that so i i don't know that there's always that fine line in between where you got to meet between being satisfied and not going over you know you know what i'm saying it's like okay mm -hmm. this is enough let's do it this way and then you go back and also when you do another album in the future mm -hmm. you go back and listen to this album i should have done it over here so that's another yeah. thing it's, it's, i think it's just endless that just means that you really want to i feel like you really care about the dedication of your craft and you're wanting to better yourself as a singer so 100%. Um, and, and i wonder how the composition of the songs are different for you as opposed to the other members of the band vocals first or instrumentals first or is it vice versa how does that work honestly we go it it happens either way with us um there's sometimes the band will come with some instrumentals and i'll write something to it or there's some um 
for there's a couple of songs on the album too where i just i literally made a voice memo of me playing my acoustic guitar and singing this melody and i sent it to them and we build a song from that um you keep they, all the I, voice memos on your phone i do i do i keep them all i um for the song invincible die down um i actually that's how that song is created i made a voice memo with just like the melody like at the octave below instead of yeah. the octave we sing it at it was the octave below and just some chords that i was playing on the guitar and then we created the song through that and so yeah it goes back and forth with us sometimes and yeah and that's the thing i love about this band too it's like nobody writes one thing like mm -hmm. nobody's like oh i'm only gonna write guitars like we all write lyrics together we all write melodies i mean obviously i have the job to you know do most of the melody and lyrical work but we all collaborate together on it which is great and we all collaborate with drums guitars production it's like it's yeah we don't each have just one certain job like our job is to make sure the song is the best like sounds the best in you know in the way yeah. we create now the production let's get to that because the sound itself was a big part of you know at least the first two singles that i really love because i'm an audiophile these days brandon i'm very picky on how i want my music to sound the way i want it to sound this sounded polished it sounded tight it sounded mm -hmm. clean even matured even i feel like palisades like with your sound from your first album to where you are now you guys have matured with your sound as far as producing mixing and mastering i think you mentioned briefly uh did the band take part in that aspect of this record or did you bring in like a team of uh, uh like, like, a, like a production team to help out with that how did that work out um i mean yeah it was the band and uh keith nelson was the one who produced it keith nelson a, okay yeah he used to be in buck cherry and uh zach servini is the one who mixed it so yeah, it's pretty I, much us yeah, I'm us sure, yeah uh, so shout out to buck cherry i've had them on the show too and uh Talk about them for the, for a minute here, Brandon. I'm sure there was that sense of comfortability in the studio for you, knowing you had this team working on this record with you, right? I felt like with the production team, it gets challenging. It's like, okay, are you satisfied with this sound? It's like, ah, do I say yes or no? Or do we do it again? <laughs> you know, or they pushed you. Like they say, Brandon, no, that's not good. Keep keep going, keep going. How was that like? Was it easy? Was it difficult? Was it, uh, I don't know how much of that you can and cannot say. Shout out to those guys though, for getting, bringing the sound out. <laughs> oh no, Keith, Keith was great. He definitely pushed us a lot. Um, he, especially the rest of the guys, the rest of the guys, they, um, they, they, they got beat up a little bit, but I think at the end of the day, it made us better as musicians and it made us, you know, better as writers too. I mean, Keith is a great producer. Servini is obviously great yeah. at what he does. Um, but yeah, Keith was, um, he was like in there with us. Like he came into our rehearsals when we were rehearsing all the songs before going in the studio, he came in and he was telling us, you know, like maybe you should bring it down a key. Like Brandon, it seems like you're kind of straining when you're singing at this key. So why don't you bring it down a step or two and do that? So we've had to shift a lot of things around when working with them, which is mm. totally fine. That's a whole part of the process. And, um, and yeah, he pushed, push Matt and X to play their guitars and slam slam on them really hard when they're recording with Aaron on drums, making sure he's hitting those kick patterns right. And <laughs> like, and all that yeah. stuff. He's, you know, he was very on top of us, which was awesome. And we didn't really, we haven't really had that before. So it was really nice to have. You know, between writing and, and structuring the songs that a production process like you just talked about, you know, keep all this in mind as I'm asking you this, because this is the one part of this conversation that I, I was really intrigued about. Your drummer, Aaron, 
he went on to say like he described this record as as a true demonstration of how the past few years have changed you as people as a band and what palisades music stands for the lyricism throughout this album right the bulk of that centers around mental health like we mentioned including Mm -hmm. your experiences with agoraphobia chronic anxiety depression dissociative disorders you know and a song like better like it's in the name right at the end of the day i just want to feel better and Mm -hmm. (laughs) let me let me set the record straight i did feel better after listening to that song you know love and the point i'm trying to make here is like i begin to think of the tangibles like a theme or a message to your music one or or multiple you know how important are themes to you brandon is that a big component of songwriting for a band like palisades i'd like to think so um i like you know like we we appreciate like making up making concepts and stuff but the fact that we had an actual like theme for this album to like talk about our actual personal struggles and like you know like we've we've been dealing with divorces in certain families we had death in the family and stuff like that's what this whole album is about we're actually talking about these actual real experiences that we went through instead of just concepts and stuff so and that's why it just feels so good for us to release it like that too is just get more personable with people and you know kind of just show like all the hard times that we've been through and i think that's important a lot so and i mentioned that it's not easy for something to, to talk about a, a subject matter like this you know and the fact that you're able to pretty much channel all your feelings into something as productive as an album i think mm-hmm. that's i think you couldn't have find found a more uh i guess satisfying vessel i guess i, I know i'm like really like getting into my uh <laughs> thesaurus here but it's yeah, like you know you know it, it, i feel like it 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 was a it was a good release for you to get all these out into an album like this you know looking mm-hmm. back into your lyrics you know do you do that after it's done said and done the album's going to be out you know in a couple months do you have a moment where you just look back on the lyrics and just kind of revisit you know a certain time in your life as you read them do you do something like that oh, yeah yeah every 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 single song it, it brings it brings us all back to just um, a certain a, like a very exact point in time to where we were writing it and to what we were feeling and everything and it feels it's like it feels good to like go back to those like memories and to mm-hmm. just see how far we've come from it and like to like think about how it started and how rough it was when we started and then to like see the product now and how beautiful it's come out to be I think it's I think it's really just refreshing for everybody and I think this that's why that for me personally I think this album's going to live on for a long time for us at least and it's like we're going to look back 10 years from now and be like that was the album that started it all and that was like you know we we wrote about a lot of deep things and I <laughs> I'm very uh I'm very proud of the album yeah and and I, it, i'm proud of the guys that they were able and to just put their hearts on the line for this too as much as i have so yeah and i mentioned it earlier like in the new side of palisades this new chapter i feel like it's going to be a, a really an, an important turning point for the band going forward um uh, man bro thank you so much for sharing about who you are and what palisades is all about and we've covered a good amount of ground on this awesome interview it doesn't feel like an interview dude we need like a 
another <laughs> another round. I'm I'm already dude, I barely finished my coffee, all right? Doing interviews. So I, I finished all of my coffee. <laughs> yeah. But man, you know, it, from the different experiences and perspectives in your timeline you have taken in, which we have discussed about, you know, performing for as long as you have, Brandon, and and the people you have met and worked with doing these records, sixth album, you have dealt with the trials, the tribulations, the losses, the lineup changes. Yet here you are, man. I'm excited to see where you guys go from here. This is definitely something that you have a passion for. And the truth is, is for what I'm seeing, you've experienced plenty already in your career. And then some have your aspirations as a musician or hell, uh, just a human being, have they changed or evolved since when you first started performing in the industry? Like, do you see things differently today? 100%. 100%. I mean, yeah, when I first joined the band, I feel like, I was obviously very excited to join the band. I, I joined it like back in 2015. I was younger, you know, very bass hungry. player. I remember that yeah. you're a bass and player, backing bass, vocals, bass player, second vocalist and everything. And, you know, I was hungry for it. And like, I was in other bands before, but yeah, when I joined Palisades, like I, I had a lot of fun, I'd, I'd say, but I like, when I look back at it now, I kind of feel like I took advantage of it a mm. little bit, not like, with other people or anything like that, but just within myself, like, I think, I feel like I just like, I was like, oh, it's just, it's been, I'm like, I'm, I'm in the sign bins. Like, I'm just having fun type of, type of stuff. And I hate, and I hate that. But now it's, it's so much more serious to me. And like, especially with the new role that I have now. And, you know, I'm, I'm turning 30 this year, you know? So it's like, I'm starting to get to that point. Best decade my of my life so far. So, yeah. hey. so it's, I'm trying to like from the, for the last like three years now, like I've taken it a lot more seriously and what I want to do, what I want this band to do, you know, as a business and just, um, I want to be able to connect more with people and I want to, you know, I just, I want to bring this band to a whole new level that it's never experienced before. And, you know, I can't do that if I'm, you know, if my head's back in when I joined the band, you know, like those party days and, you know, not really, I don't know. I just, I want so much more for this band. And like, I want so much more for myself too, you know, like I want to be able to, I want, I feel like I have nothing, like I haven't had much to show for it being in the span for as long as I've been in. And I want to actually have things to show for it now. And like, do you feel like you have a lot to prove? Yes. Hmm. (laughs) I feel like I do. Um, And that's like another anxiety thing that I have, Um, you know, like making sure like my family's proud, making sure that my friends are are proud and stuff. And, you know, I want to show that I can be the best that I can be. And I feel like I've, yeah, definitely grown a lot from when I first started the band to now. And, you know, I just, I want to make everybody proud and, you know, just yeah, be the best. And it's okay to feel that way. You know, I, I always get, you know, I want to relate to it, you know, because it, I have been there. It's like, am I doing this right? Am I doing this right? And I, and I said 30 was the best year of my, of my best, (laughs) best decade of my life, because it does get better. You know, you're, it's, this is a big step for you. And I, and I think, I think you're going to be okay, Brandon. I think you're on a really good trajectory here. I think like so. I said, I mean, it, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm excited to see where you guys go from here by accident. I, I am super excited to see where you guys go from here, you know, <laughs> and, you, and yeah. it's, and it's the sky's the limit for y'all and keep doing what you're doing, man, because it really seems like 
you love what you do and you're doing it the right way. You know, it, this is, it's not easy to find something like this and just stick with it. And you're doing that, you know? So, um, but man, I don't mean to get all sappy here, Ben, but I'm just no, saying no. what you're doing is exactly perfect. Yeah. So, I know we're on the right track now. I trust, I trust my management team. I trust my label and they, and they believe in us too. Yeah. Like this is the most shout I out think- to rise records, man. And cause yeah. for, for them for believing you and they've, they've had, a, you guys are alongside a roster is a, a big roster, man. And then Palisades, yeah. you know, I think that's yeah. a big deal. So, they, and I think you guys will do them proud. Of, yeah. They've been showing a lot of love lately and we couldn't be more appreciative of it. Appreciative of it. I can't talk. And <laughs> um, yeah, our management team too, man. Yeah. Like, like they were all very, I feel like everybody was a little weary about the situation and like going into, you know, me as a new vocalist and everything. But I think after, like after getting this album done and showing what we're actually capable of now, like, I think they're just like, okay, we're, we're on our way. <laughs> like, oh yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. So Brandon, we are approaching the last part of our interview, sadly, but man, Hey, we'll stay in touch after this, man. So we'll obviously we'll link up at the, so what music fest. I'm excited for that, man. Like that's oh, going to be a huge yeah. festival. I don't, I can't remember last time the Dallas had a festival like this. I mean, edge fest, maybe even you know, something like that, but that was years ago. I mean, yeah. but I'm looking that's forward good. to it now. We've been serious, right? Let's tone it down a notch. I'm going to do that surprise here. I, I, I thought it was a surprise. It's not even a surprise at this point anymore for the listeners. Like, they already know it's coming. All right, Brandon. I'm going to put you on something called the hot seat. Now, here's the thing. I'm going to help you out here, Brandon. You're a vocalist now. I'm going to see if you know the lyrics to your own songs. You ready for that challenge? <laughs> Let's go. All right. <laughs> Let's I'm going to start you off easy. I'm going to pick. I handpicked select songs. I'm going to read a lyric. You have to okay. name the song, all right? If anything, I'm going to make you rethink your set list or something like that when you guys come back. <laughs> all right? So I promise, I promise I'm going to start you off easy. Okay. So here we go. <laughs> You're nervous now. Look at you. You got your No, head. no, you got, no. Yeah, I, I think I could do this. I'm stroking, pretty good. Stroking your chin. It's like thinking really hard. Here we go. <laughs> all right. I'm drowning myself along with all these memories. I sink to the ocean floor better yeah see okay there we go all right i told you I started up easy. All right. now i'm not gonna go in order we're gonna we're gonna go like deep cut style okay okay so here we go your sticks your stone your words are all useless my flesh and bone my focus is ruthless wasting your breath i'm ready to die for something that puts it all on the line love that absolutely love that lyric <sighs> fragile bones that uh think 2015 uh it's off of mind games oh man oh mind games i'm not too well oh man that's that is a mind game oh hold on flesh and bones player haters ball true blood oh true blood I haven't played that song since like 2015. Okay, that was a good one. All right, time to add that to the list. (laughs) All right, moving on. (laughs) Here we go. This is good. I love this. All right. (laughs) Because I don't want to be another part of their machines. It's hard to breathe, sucking the life out of me. What does it mean when everything you see becomes what you believe? Now, now this one is... (laughs) I know those lyrics. This is okay. This is 2013. Part of your machine, 2013. 
you know, it's interesting when I read these lyrics, it's different as if I'm just reading it to you. It's like poetry. Yeah. As opposed to delivering it on stage, which has a whole different meaning. Yeah. It's also like harder when you don't sing it too. <laughs> it's like I, I I'm more of like a melody guy than I am. It's off uh, of it's off of Outcasts. Yeah. Let me know if you want me to read it again. Yeah, read it one more time. Because I don't want to be another part of their machines. It's hard to breathe, sucking the life out of me. What does it mean? Oh, the reckoning. Yeah, featuring Chris Raider. Yeah, the awesome. Reckoning. Got it. All right, moving on. Uh, let's see this one. Okay, I, you sh- okay, I'm not going to say anything. Here we go. <laughs> I like the sound of the cartilage cracking because every noise is another step. Shed my skin. Hell yeah, you got it. I was like, yeah, I was looking at the year. It's like erase the pain, 2018. <laughs> All right, that was good. Here we go. Uh, I don't know if this counts as a deep cut. We'll see. Uh, what's in a promise you couldn't keep? It's always something. Talk is so cheap. Maybe I'd hear you if you were home tonight. I want to hate you, tear you apart, stitch you together, but I know it's too hard. God, so good. Cold heart, warm blood. Yeah. Yeah, uh, from course. self-titled right. 2017 i wrote those lyrics <laughs> yeah all right I here we go those. we got a couple more you're doing good brandon all right yeah, <laughs> yeah. you might want to finish all that <laughs> here we go okay <gasps> um i'm gonna switch it up here all right okay let's try this one you could say but you really won't know you could say what you really want but you really won't Cause you really don't know. Oh God. I know I didn't write that. <laughs> I know I didn't write that. This is, this is, this is, this is 2015. Oh, we already had a song from that earlier. Oh, wow. Think, okay. Think, think the, the title album, think the album. I'm already giving it away. Uh, aggression. It's uh, what album came out in 2015? That was the subtitle, right? That was no? no, that was no, no, Palisades was 2017. Before oh. that. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, okay, okay. This features champs. Oh, um, think about, think about your head. My games. Yeah. My games. <laughs> oh, man. Now you're just a trick question. Man, these are <laughs> I think it's like, I think it's hard for me because I wasn't a part of those albums. So that's like may, that's that's the thing because you're the vocalist now. So now it's I know. Like, ah, I know. All right, here we go. <laughs> I, th- I think we have like two left. So you you're doing good. This is actually pretty good. One of my most entertaining ones I've had. All right, <laughs> I'm dragging it out. I hold on tightly to memories because I'm scared of what will show. It might be best if you never know. I want to run. I want to run away. Want to start a war till my knuckles bleed. I need you nothing more. Holy shit. Those are those are deep. Ways to disappear. Ways to disappear. Yeah, yeah. ways to dis- Yep. Perfect. Oh, yeah. All right. Yes. Now, I think this is the last one. This is this is going to be a challenge, all right? The, I I am going deep into the Palisades discography here. This oh, is, all right. Okay. <laughs> all right. I don't know how much think think further back. Think I'm not going to say anything. All right. Let me pick it right here. <laughs> Pardon me while I begin to process this information. Tyrants raining from the sky, destroying all our nations. Where is your God now? They said to bow down. 
I guess it's time for us to rise up and raise arms. Disclosure. Whoa. You yeah. got it. The I got first, it. The first Woo! song from your first EP, I'm Not Dying Today, dropped in 2012. Awesome. <laughs> Dude, that was great. You did pretty good, yeah. actually. Yeah, I think I think I think it was just the second one that gave you gave you an issue, and that was it. Yeah, yeah. I think it's like yeah, the whole mind games era. Like, oh man, even the mind games, even the mind mind games era. (laughs) (laughs) Brandon, man, uh, we'll stay in touch, bro. Do you have any like last words? Is any shout outs? Anything like to plug in or mention as far as Palisades and the new album before we finish things off here, man? Or a new single coming out? I know you guys dropped a single. But, so. <laughs> um, I will say, um, I will say next month we'll we'll have some more music for everybody for sure. Awesome. Um, keep on keep on sharing and loving on better. Um, it's on as it's on Octane right now, so keep requesting for it. And um, yeah, you new album July twenty second, and you know, thank you for having me a part of this. I, it's like one of my first press interviews. So I'm I'm very excited for it, and it was set the bar high. I hopefully it's at the bar high. Yeah, yes, <laughs> it was great, dude. I, I appreciate you so much for having me. It's it's um I love this. So thank bro, you, bro. Like, like I said, like we'll stay in touch on the socials. I'll keep you posted once this episode airs, so you can just share it with all your fans, man. I think this was, I think this was this was good for you too. You know, kind of just get this all out and talk about mm-hmm. who you are and what your band is all about. I dude, I can't wait till until I get the full album. I'm like, I'm done. I, I asked your publicist, like, do, do you have it? Do you have it? She goes, no, I don't have it yet. Hang on. <laughs> I was like, all right, I'll stop bothering you because this is some good stuff, man. I can't wait to hear this entire album. Um, Emmy has definitely heard the album. She has heard the whole thing for yeah. sure. Yeah. And shout out to, shout out to your publicist, man. You would have want not like no other person to represent you the way yeah. she is. Like I've worked with Becky for, uh, for the last year and a half, two years, and she is absolutely amazing. So you are in good hands, my friend. So nothing but well wishes for you and the guys from here on out. I can't wait to see you guys here in Dallas. It's <laughs> March, right? Yeah, it's March. Okay, two months yeah. away till y'all are here. Hey, it's going to be it's I I saw the area where they're going to handle the festival. It is bonkers. So hopefully the traffic isn't too crazy when y'all get here. It's on Memorial Day weekend. Do you know that, Brennan? Is it really? Yeah. <laughs> Oh. So I'm it's all right though it's all right it's it's nice to have something like this again but it's gonna be oh, we're probably gonna get there by like 8 a.m it's gonna be great and you see all these other festivals around the nation like Lollapalooza and like I don't, I don't know if we can beat Coachella that's a that's a challenge but we'll see oh yeah that's a, that's a big one yeah <laughs> but man it'll be great to see you on stage doing what you do dude and maybe if if the uh um you know scenario calls for it, we can do an in-person interview like at the actual venue. I would love that if, if at all possible, of course. Um, but, totally let, but let's link up and uh, everyone who's listening. This is Brandon Elgar from Palisades reaching hypercritical drops July 22nd on rise records. If you could do us a favor buy the record because the bands can't do it without your help. I know it's a little small request, but it really goes a long way. And uh, you can also listen to this podcast on all major podcast streams out there. Check us out at interview on fire.com. Brandon, thank you for the bottom of my heart, man. This has been real. Um, nothing but love for you, man. Stay in touch and I will see you next time, buddy. Awesome. Thank you so much, bud. All right. Later. Bye. I want to feel Hey guys, thanks for listening to Interview Under Fire podcast. If you guys liked what you heard, 
please subscribe and share our channel. And please leave a five-star review as that helps us tremendously. If you'd like to check out more, visit www.interviewunderfire.com or our social media channels on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And finally, we want to thank you all for the support you've been giving us. Keep it burning.